share with you some very, very important information about statins. I continue to be horrified by the guidelines issued by the American Heart Association and College of Cardiology, which speak, believe it or not, of giving statin drugs to healthy people. Meanwhile, draft recommendations from the U.S. Preventative Task Force have issued new directives claiming that healthy people should be taking statin drugs as a, and I quote, preventative against possible future illness. Their main plan is to see that one-third of all adults in the United States are put on statin drugs. That's 44% of all men and 22% of all women, even if none of these people have ever had a previous heart attack or stroke. Okay, statins are the most widely prescribed drugs on the market. Now, one in four Americans over 45 are already on statins, and this is despite more than 900 studies reporting dangerous side effects from these drugs. These range from heightened risks of cancer and diabetes to sexual problems and neuropathy and liver dysfunction, as well as immune system suppression and even a higher risk of cataracts. And the United States is not the only place that this is happening. In Britain, too, statins are the most commonly prescribed drugs, costing the NHS 450 million pounds a year. Now, 40% of adults, that is 175 million people, are being advised to take the drug. And if the new directives are put into practice by the UK medical establishment, as they're likely to be, the number of men and women being prescribed statins could well become legion. Okay, so what are statins anyway? Statins belong to a group of drugs prescribed to lower cholesterol levels by inhibiting the enzyme HMG-CoA reductase, which plays a central role in the production of cholesterol in your liver. Statins have many different names like Lipitor and Lescol and Mevacor and Altacor and Zocor. These drugs are prescribed on the assumption that they will lower your risk of cardiovascular events and strokes. The new directives assert that, if given to healthy people, they could help protect the population from heart attacks and strokes at some time in the future. Oh, happily, a growing number of cardiologists are strongly opposed to the new directives. What is the problem with statins? Well, let me tell you, plenty. First of all, they deplete your body of CoQ10, which is essential for every cell in your body, and they, they deplete your body of ubiquinol. Both CoQ10 and ubiquinol keep the so-called bad cholesterol from doing harm to your body. However, very few mainstream doctors are even aware of these dangers. One exception is cardiologist Stephen Sinatra at the New England Heart Center and he's the one that founded it. Sinatra recommends that anyone taking statins should take between 100 and 200 milligrams of CoQ10 or ubiquinol each day as protection. Okay, what else? Well, statins lower vitamin K2 in your body, and this puts you at risk of deficiency of this vitamin, which contributes to chronic diseases like cancer and osteoporosis and brain disease. Then, 
long-term use of statins, 10 years or so, has been shown to increase your risk of diabetes, neurodegenerative diseases, musculoskeletal problems, and even cataracts. Dr. Eric Toppel, another highly respected cardiologist and professor of genomics at Scripps Research Institute in California, wrote an excellent article for the New York Times opinion page in which he warned, quote, we're overdosing on cholesterol-lowering statins, end of quote. Topol is especially concerned about the sharp increase in the prevalence of type 2 diabetes that is occurring in people using them. He pointed out that statins have been available since the 1980s, but their risk of inducing diabetes did not really surface for nearly 20 years. When all of the data available from multiple studies was pooled, and that was in 2010, for more than 9,100 patients who were randomly assigned to be treated with a statin or a sugar pill, in other words, a placebo, the risk of developing diabetes with any statin was one in every 255 patients treated. But this figure actually is misleading, since it includes weaker, earlier statins, which were introduced then a long time ago, and they don't carry any clear-cut risk. It's only with the more potent statins, Zocar, now known as Simvastatin, and Lipitor, which is now known as Atrovastatin, and Crestor, which is known as Rosuvastatin, particularly at higher doses, that the risk of diabetes shows up. The cause and effect was unequivocal because the multiple large trials of the more potent statins had a consistent excess of diabetes. Meanwhile, a recent study by Jean A. McDougall and her colleagues in the Journal of Cancer Epidemiology, Biomarkers and Prevention reveals that long-term use of statins increases the risk of both lobular and ductal breast cancer in women between the ages of 55 and 74. All right, now look, I am no doctor. But what I have learned during my more than 40 years of writing and broadcasting on health is this. When a body is restored to healthy functioning naturally, the need for medication is either dramatically reduced or more often than not eliminated altogether. Statins, like most pharmaceuticals, only mask symptoms. They do not heal. My advice to anyone thinking of accepting the new directives is this. Before you ever agree to take statins, research the implications of doing so. Learn as much as you can about statin drugs. There are excellent natural alternatives, such as inexpensive dietary changes. So, if your doctor wants to prescribe statins for you, you can be sure you've done your homework then you will know yourself if these drugs are appropriate for you. And chances are they are not. <laughs>